Welcome in to the PFF NFL Daily. Steve Palazzolo here with Sam Monson. Oh, let me redo that. It's an emergency PFF NFL Daily. Really struggling with those intros here today, Sam. It's an emergency because OJ, OBJ, not OJ. God, it's not, it's not OJ. It's OBJ. He picked a team. He's going to the Rams. Discuss. Uh, yeah. Um, well, on our preview podcast today, we kind of speculated that the way that the Odell Beckham Jr. updates were going, it didn't sound like he had the hottest market in the world. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, yeah, OJ's, OBJ is, yeah, you did it to me. OBJ is mulling a bunch of very attractive <laughs> offers and he'll make his decision somewhere in the future, you know, which then became the Packers and the Rams or the two teams vying for his services on what was termed similar offers, which appear to have been essentially both those teams were offering him the veteran minimum amount of money to come and play football for them uh, down the stretch. And ultimately, given a choice of no money to play for Green Bay or no money to play for the Rams, he's decided that, you know, Los Angeles and the sunshine is a better bet than Green Bay, Wisconsin for the winter. And frankly, I can't blame the man. Uh, are you surprised it is the Rams, though? They weren't even in the mix. The teams that were most heavily rumored in the mix were the Packers, uh, the Chiefs, the Saints. It, it, it sounded like that's who they were down to. So whoever reported on Monday that that's who they're down to was obviously off because uh, the Rams have uh, have swooped in. I mean, I'm a little surprised given the domination that is Cooper Cup, uh, Robert Woods having a really good season, and Van Jefferson has developed into a pretty nice little number three. The one guy that just left is Deshaun Jackson because he'd only had 14 targets. Deshaun Jackson averaging 27.6 yards per reception. Could have been more if Stafford hit him with a deep ball earlier. Um, so they just got rid of their number four wide receiver. Is OBJ stepping in as the number three here over but Van it, Jefferson? But isn't this just like where it comes down to a value proposition? You know, you see something nice and shiny in a store. You're like, yeah, for that price, I'm not really interested. And then suddenly it's like, Marked down to four ninety nine in the bargain bin. You're like, hell yeah, I want Take that. It. Yeah, like that's what the Rams are doing here. It's like, okay, OBJ gets released. We have Cooper Cup. We have Robert Woods. We have Van Jefferson. We don't really have the space for him, so we're probably not in the market. But these things filter out, right? Like all of a sudden, it's like, hey, there is no market for OBJ, and if you do want him, it's not going to cost an awful lot. So all of a sudden, the Rams are like, well, how much are we talking? And it appears to have been not much money at all, at which point you're like, well, what's the downside? We, we, don't, we can use an OBJ. We can, if Cooper Cup or Robert Woods goes down, this is a hell of a contingency plan to have down the stretch. So I think the Rams are just, they didn't want to pass up that kind of bargain. Like it's too good a value to, to turn down for a guy who, okay, he hasn't been the player we thought he would be in Cleveland. On the other hand, he had two, or he had a thousand yard season his first year there. He's not graded terribly it's just that he hasn't had that you know immediate connection or this positive uh chemistry with odell with uh baker mayfield with matthew stafford and that rams offense cooking the way it currently is he's almost certainly going to add to this offense yeah so i think the three wide receiver set of obj robert woods and cooper cup really difficult to defend you sprinkle in van jefferson there's another element at play here though sam we just spent a lot of time last week the week before the Rams went and traded a second and a third rounder for Vaughn Miller. We discussed quite a bit about their strategy, right? The meme out there, Les Need doesn't like the picks, doesn't need picks, just wants players. Well, how about this situation? OBJ is going to be a free agent at the end of the year. And if he does sign a big contract, which is, you know, it's, it's up in the air. We don't know what his market's going to be. But for a one-year rental, 
the Rams could actually get a comp pick in return here if OBJ does walk and sign a big contract. So in this piece of the big puzzle, giving up a second or a third and a third rounder for Vaughn Miller, there's a chance in this equation that the Rams get a half of year of Odell Beckham to then earn one of those third rounders back for getting Vaughn Miller. I think that almost makes the risk completely worth it for from this year and the future standpoint. But it's another thing where it's it's just going to be portrayed differently, right? Like you can already see the tweets out there. It's like, oh, the Rams are more all in than ever before. You know what? A, like just the joke, and it's like it, it isn't. I mean, what are they risking to do this? You know what I mean? Like there yeah. is no down. The idea of going all in is that you are risking your entire stack of chips slash money. You're putting everything you have on one gamble in the middle, right? Now, okay, you do it when you think you have the best hand, but whatever. The idea of all in is this is your gamble. In order for it to be a gamble, there's got to be like a risk of losing the thing you just threw in there. There's no risk here. Like this is just a bargain pickup for a team that doesn't see a downside to it. They have a chance to pick up Odell Beckham Jr. apparently for peanuts and there's just zero risk attached to it. Like you could even, as you say, it could even pay on top of the production you get for him by yielding a draft pick down the line. Yeah, I, I just tweeted that, Sam. Good point. It's not an all it's not an all-in move. I mean, it's a it's a it's a good sound move. I think the downside though, I'll, t- I'll talk about what the downside is in a minute. But NFL fans, if you're hungry for a big win this week, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, they got you covered. New new customers can bet just five dollars on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win two hundred dollars in free bets. If Sportsbook isn't yet available in your state, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. And DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with DraftKings with uh, promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. The downside is something similar happens with Matthew Stafford that happened with Baker Mayfield. What if it's just worse with OBJ out there? Is there another chance that that could happen? Absolutely. And if that happens, you can cut him in three weeks' time and you've lost nothing. That's why there's no downside to this. Like, this is like the Antonio Brown deal for the Bucks last year. The downside is negligible. Is there a chance that, that Antonio Brown comes in, blows up the locker room, acts like a jerk, and you have to get rid of him in like a month's time? Absolutely. If that happens, who cares? What, da- well, like, what damage did it do? Like, exactly the same thing with Odell Beckham. He comes in. For whatever reason, him and Matthew Stafford can't get on the same page. Like it makes the offense worse. Immediately, you just go, "Well, to hell with this. Get rid of him." Like, what? What are we on the hook for? A couple of hundred thousand? Fine. Out of here. See ya. Like, again, where's the risk? Diana Rossini from a Ram source on the deal. We came in a bit late, but we gave him the best shot. Sold great quarterback. Sixty-five percent pass, single coverage. You telling me the Kansas City Chiefs couldn't sell that? They couldn't sell single coverage opposite Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill and a great quarterback. I mean, they've got a they have a mid-tier quarterback in Patrick Mahomes this season, but still. You tell me the Chiefs couldn't sell that? I mean, the way their offense is playing right now. And also, like, you know, I 
I, we kind of joked about it, but I do think the idea of like, where do you want to spend the next couple of months of your life is real, like Los Angeles or Green Bay, Wisconsin, Kansas City. And I mean, look, I don't know OBJ, but he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that's going to be swayed by the barbecue. You know what I mean? <laughs> or, or the snow, the frozen tundra. Right. All right. So what, what do we actually think this looks like for the Rams offense? I, I like the, I, I, think, I think you're right. It's low risk. I think the idea of a comp pick coming back would be a great outcome for the Rams. But on the field right now, you're talking about the number one team in EPA per play uh, in the uh, in the past game. They're coming off their worst game of the year last uh, last week against the Tennessee Titans. Cooper Cup has been uncoverable. Yes, they've been a pass-heavy offense. What does this look like with that trio of receivers, Tyler Higby, and what the Rams are trying to do there? I mean, if you combine the targets for Deshaun Jackson and Van Jefferson this year, you end up with... 58 targets. I don't see there's uh, any good reason why Odell can't manage that as the third wide receiver down the second half of the season, which would put him third in the target share behind Cooper Cup, behind Robert Woods. He becomes, you know, the designated deep threat plus. Like he he he's their primary guy taking the top off of defense and he also does, you know, a few other things that give him a little bit more of a a varied route tree than Jackson or Van Jefferson, but like that's his role. Poor old Van Jefferson gets marginalized i'm sure he'll still see a few targets here or there but like that's the role i think odell steps into matthew stafford throws the big dig route really well obj can run that route he runs the vertical route tree he's a good route runner at his best he's a good route runner as as in gets open he can win down the field he's also good after the catch too and i know cooper cup runs most of the routes that create after the catch but if they want to use obj in that role which the which the browns really didn't they were more of a vertical they're more of a downfield passing attack with their outside receivers the Rams can also get some after-the-catch ability from OBJ, who has a season under his belt with over 20 force missed tackles. So I think he's Twice. he does have the skill set. Right. Two. That was like his that was his thing for a while. So uh I do think they could fit him in. Um it's just a matter of if he's happy with, you know, he's the number three receiver over there. I don't th- I don't know if he's as good as Robert Woods. I know he's not as good as Cooper Cup right now in the NFL. So I think it'll work, right? Yeah, I mean, I think. He has to understand at this point that, like, if nobody was offering him all the money, he's not walking into like a starting job outside of New Orleans. And he appears to have been the one to choose not New Orleans, at which point you have to be aware of the situation with the Rams. All right. So it's the emergency PFF NFL Daily OBJ to the Rams. Was it the right move? It's not all in, but was it the right one? PFF NFL Daily. <laughs> <laughs>